Happy Thursday, happy Thursday, everybody. Welcome to the Dollar Hour. I am Deontay Burton, a.k.a. Mr. Short Dollar himself. Tonight, we got an awesome show. We're talking about, uh, I'm about to forget, income tax law change for 2023. Again, these are income tax law change for 2023. We're right at the beginning of the, the tax season, which the IRS has stated that on Monday, January 23rd, they will start officially receiving tax returns. Okay, so that's the official start date. Uh, <laughs> Hallelujah. We can get all get new challenges. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Welcome to hallelujah. Uh -huh. uh, but, yeah, that's if Monday, uh, January 23rd is the official beginning of tax season because IRS will start receiving tax returns. So what I wanted to do was have a quick little video. Oh, not a quick little video. It's going to be the regular show. And we're going to be discussing some of the tax law changes for 2023, okay? But before we get started, I want to say what's up to my awesome producer, DJ Lamb. What's going on, brother? Hey, man. Best day of the week. Thursday. Yes, Thursday. Sir. Yes, sir. Yes, the most sir. informational day of the week. Hey, man. That's what I'm talking about. That's what I'm talking about. Man, I appreciate that, Lamb. I appreciate that. The most informational day of the week. I appreciate it. Yeah, also, you ain't here. You ain't learning nothing. That's what I'm talking about. Also, give a shout out to Mother Producer Slick316. What's going on, Reek? And the building. Hey, but, uh, yeah, man, uh, uh, uh I was thinking about it, man, been getting revved up with everything with tax season. I'm a little behind with a couple of things. I haven't got everybody as far as they're supposed to be working, you know, fully trained in my life. Mm, okay. You know, with everything we're doing that in there. Hopefully we can kind of knock out a couple of things within the next 72 hours to kind of get everybody a little bit more abreast with some things. But uh, I'm looking forward to it, looking forward to it and everything. But as always, you know, this is my bread and butter time, yeah. tax season. So That's right. That's right. Getting mentally focused uh, uh, for doing it, putting in those long nights, mm. you know, like I always do with tax season. So I can't do it like I used to. Can't do it. Shit, no. Nah, nah. You can't. You can't work. Uh, nah, nah, them twelve 20, hours and then, then sleep two. It wasn't even twelve, boy. I was twenty. Twenty. Real 20. twenty. Okay, yeah, I'm in twenty. Real I'm in twelve in the office mm. and eight, uh, six at home. <laughs> <laughs> now, nah, real talk, man. Real talk, man. I can't do it like I used to, but I still got the same enthusiasm in regards to tax season. But, you know, yeah, I just don't have that motor. Okay. Like I had, you know, you know, we've been in business over 20 years, like, you know, then, you know. You know, back in the day with the money, money. You're trying to get to Rapid it. Rapid refund. Right. All kind of whatever. Right. You know, like now, it's just, it's a whole lot more, you know, in regards to, you know, regulations and stuff like that. It's cool. Business, uh -huh. business. But, uh, you know, it's, uh, it, it, it's different now. But as always, I get excited for it, you know, I'm ready to get it started. Hey guys, listen, again, we're talking about ta income tax law changes for 2023. Feel free to call in. The number to the show is 678-740-9894. Again, the number is 678-740-9894. Let me post that in while I'm sitting here thinking about it. And, and uh, Instagram, mm -hmm. if I can do that, pin that comment. It should be listed, hanging already in the... Uh, and uh, TikTok. Right now we're streaming live on Facebook, TikTok, YouTube, Instagram, LinkedIn, and Twitter. The main hub is the Mr. Short Dollar YouTube channel where we talk about personal finance, business, entrepreneurship, investing. We have over 600 videos on the YouTube channel. We have a grant playlist with over 150 grant opportunities. Also, we have videos covering in business finance, business operation, and business management. Make sure, regardless of what platform you're looking at and whatever time you come in, make sure you go to the Mr. Short Dollar YouTube channel Subscribe to the YouTube channel and take advantage of all the great information that we have there. Even if you had to step away from tonight's show, you can always go back to the YouTube channel 
and then you know get the same information anything you may have missed okay mm-hmm. but see and, and one of the reasons why I want to have this show is because you know we talk about business and finance and taxes and stuff a lot but a lot of times people they think they know but they don't know mm-hmm. and I'm gonna say this that every year every year I get a call especially this time at the beginning of tax season with potential new clients and a lot of times what happens with those potential new clients is pretty much the same story my tax man did this my tax person did this and I don't try to figure out how I did this how I did that mm-hmm. and I have to let people know because what I don't want to have happen is you come to me with the same gripe. Right. And most of the time the gripe is due to lack of knowing exactly what's going on. And what I mean by that is your refund ain't the same what your cousin or your sibling refund is because you have different things going on. And see, in this business, mm-hmm. the income tax preparation business, people a lot of times, depending on your clientele, if you got a clientele they're expecting refunds, they, you know, the more money they can get, the greater they feel. Okay. We have a clientele that um, they're making a lot of profits in their business. They typically uh, owe a lot of money. The less money they owe, quote unquote, the, the better, better they you feel. are, right. and the better you supposedly are. So a lot of times, it's not really based on what you've done; it's what they perceive that you've done. Okay. Makes sense. Right. So, you know, when people come on, they ask like, "Hey, I got a smaller refund that I, that I got last year. It shrunk and." What happens a lot of times with people, just me being an accountant, and this happens a lot of times with, you know, on, on my side, mm-hmm. people don't know how to speak English. We can speak accounting, don't know how to speak English. Right. And depending on who you went to, especially when one of them fly-by-night tax folks, you know, I don't like talking about nobody business, but, you know, these folks that had and had damn 10 hours of training <laughs> before, you know, tax season, right. and they really can't explain to you why. They just said, well, the computer said it, mm-hmm. or, you know, that's what the things say. That's what the things say, you know, and typically, and, and, and here's the thing about it. They may be right. The thing did say that it is the correct thing, but they really don't know how to explain what happened. Okay. You know, and a lot of times there are, uh, well, always there are tax law changes, regulation changes, process changes that affect the end number. And uh, many a time people don't know how to explain it to a customer. All customers don't really care to know. You try to tell people, hey, listen, man, there are different times. I heard, I know, I know, I know, I know. Just uh, let me know when they're ready. I hear it all, <laughs> and I heard it today. Just let me know. I know, I know, I know, I know. Just, just let me know when, you know, so you go through those particular things. Mm. That Glenn Levitt. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. But, um, and your, your clients be from both ends of the spectrum. They want to know everything, and they can care less. Mm-hmm. Just let them know, you know, and it's on you. And how you disseminate the information, but at the end of the day, the end result, the end result. Right. And when people have those expectations of they want a certain number, and they feel like you wrong, but <laughs> they can't tell you why you're wrong. You're wrong because you want to hear it. I, I can't. I'm gonna be honest with you, man. Again, we're talking about income tax law change for 2023. I've had many a customer. Well. I went to this one person. They gave me this. They told me that. And I always ask the million dollar question: mm-hmm. Are am I are they right and am I wrong, or they just tell you something you want to hear? Right, I make said, you feel better. And, and, and I'm straight up. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is what I do. I ain't you know just got a laptop doing it in my kitchen table. Mm-hmm. You know, even though that's how we started. Yeah, right. <laughs> Twenty years ago. But, but that's not how you continuing. Exactly. But see, the thing of it is, I asked them. Well, whoever says something different or says something wrong. Have them give me a call. We'll talk on the three-way and let them tell me where I'm wrong at. Mm-hmm. Just let me know. 
because of my, I stand behind my work. Right. I stand behind my work. But, you know, nah, well, well, they said you wrong. They said you did. Have them get on the phone. We only talk third party. Mm-hmm. And we can all talk. And what it is, a lot of times people been under something fraudulent or missed out on something, whatever, you know, and, you know, but because you see something that's in your eyes a better number, you're cool. Mm-hmm. But then I also get them same kind of calls, you know, after tax season. Right. Man, this man have messed my stuff up. I should have listened to you. I should have did this. I should have came back. You know, it's part of the business. Right. I done heard it all. People leave, come back, leave again, mm-hmm. come back, you know, all kind of stuff. But I'm very, very adamant about like, I want my client to know what's going on, what's different. Now, if they care to know it or not, that's a whole that's different, different story. Right. Yeah. But that's why I want to have even like a show here today because, you know, it's not even about if you come to us to get your taxes done. The key thing is we're just having this conversation so you can kind of have an idea of what's different, right? Uh, do you think the general public or your customers or, you know, our community even realizes how much the tax laws changed year over year? Uh... No, they don't realize. I don't think they care outside of what what, what maybe directly affect them. Okay. If they re- if they're gonna make sure they're gonna have more money, like people concerned if they're gonna get a stimulus check, people concerned if you know they're gonna get, you know, a bigger credit deal. So they heard about it. That what they they go they concerned about. Nobody, you know, and they usually go about word of mouth. But do any kind of uh, investigative stuff, reading. Right. Reading, right? <laughs> Hell no. Like small yeah. business owners, oh. you know, we have a lot of entrepreneurs that came out doing the pandemic, and some of them are continuing their business practices. Like, do you think even they know the tax laws in which they have to um, deal with? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. And and the fun the, the funny part about that is, a lot of times you got uh, uh, people, you know, probably some maybe some professional that try to let them know what's going on, but you know, again, people. It, it, it's not a concern to them. Mm-hmm. On time, people get concerned if they feel like something having a negative impact, i.e., a tax bill. Mm-hmm. Outside of that, people don't care. To, they don't care to you know get informed about what's going on and stuff. That's the world we in. Oh, okay. You know, you know, twenty some years in the game. You know, every now and then, you know, and, and here's the key. A lot of times, the more you're informed, the way it, it, it can help you maneuver going forward mm-hmm. in, in certain decision making. But again, people don't want to do that. I think, I believe that you should learn a little bit about tax law because, you know, people, I, I know they they think it and they may hear it here and there on commercials, but people don't really realize how one day you could be walking in your job and you get a paycheck, get a letter being like, nah, IRS and took, you know, 43% of your paycheck and go to the bank and your accounts is empty. They, people don't realize how much power, you know, and, and, and that's it affects them. They may hear about it in passing, but they really don't realize how much power the IRS has and how much they can levy so much of your daily life, your income, wherever you have income at, whatever you have your name in, they can levy all that stuff. That That's why I believe that it's a big reason to learn a little bit about it. Well, you know, we talk about intentional ignorance, you know, a lot. And what I mean by that, I think the, the, the less people know about taxes, the more comfortable they are, you know, with, with uh, not being held accountable for certain things. What I mean by that is, you know, the gist of it is the reason why taxes are charged is to pay for a lot of free services that we have. Mm-hmm. Fill up your servants, you know, highways, roads, electricity, even though depending on where you at, your schools and all that stuff, you know, on different levels from the federal, mm-hmm. the state, the county, city, you know, everything. Police, ambulance, hospital, all that's paid with your tax dollars. Mm-hmm. Be it income taxes, sales tax, property taxes, some way that's paid for it. People don't want to be informed by it 
because again, now that makes you certain certain uh, levels accountable. Mm -hmm. I when we see people that are probably doing the best, you know, the best communities, best school system, those are people that's informed because they understand that direct actions impact right. that. You right. know, how much money I'm making, how my house and my community look, how that's affecting my property values, my kids' school and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. What kind of business they understand that. But again, they're taking accountability for those particular things. But a lot of times when people don't want to do that, that's what happens, you know? Mm -hmm. uh, 40 says they're about to shut down the IRS. Well, I don't think so, 40. I, you know, I, I agree with some of the points that you make, but they don't want to have the 87,000 new IRS agents. But I think we all need to realize that, you know, Republicans, Democrats, they all benefit from the IRS. So it's not, you know... All their 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 incomes are paid through the IRS. I mean, taxes being levied on us is what pays most of these guys' income. Uh, you know, what gives them free insurance? You know, life, I mean, health insurance. Why they tell us we don't need it? They get it for free. It's a lot of things within the government agencies that the taxes pay for. So they're not going to shut down the IRS. They can preach it all they want to. That's not going to happen. Well, just just say theoretically shut down the IRS. The the replacement. Maybe a hundred times worse. Mm -hmm. We might have fifty percent uh, uh, taxes on everybody, right? You know, or say, you know, like right. they do in Europe. Maybe something higher than that. You know, you might get all your free services as far as college and medical and all those kind of things, but half of your check or more than half would go to uh, uh go to taxes, just a flat tax rate. Yeah, they say. Do you like, really want to go in that world? Yeah, like a national sales tax or something like that. A uh, you know national sales tax where you don't pay taxes until you buy something. You remember that that thing they were pushing a while back, a few years, maybe 10, 15 years yeah. ago, where they wanted a, uh, a national a national sales tax, where you make what thirty five percent when you go to the store, you pay thirty five percent, you know, taxes on the item. I don't think it was thirty five percent. I'm just throwing out a number. And if you don't go to the store, you don't pay taxes. That's what they were saying. Like, oh, if you don't buy nothing, you don't pay taxes. But as soon as you buy some, you pay taxes. And then the whole thing was, uh, yeah, but. You know that's not the rich are not gonna pay, and then they the rich are not gonna pay their fair share. And then they was like, well, the rich are gonna buy higher priced things than you, so their taxes are gonna be higher, so their you know their bills gonna be higher. Yeah, you know, and, and when we do changes, theoretically, they may or may not work, but people gotta be uh, uh, ready for the changes. I always understand when one thing goes, nothing got replaced. Mm -hmm. When we cut fat from here, we gotta put it somewhere, you know, maybe may pick it up somewhere else, and and that's just something to think about. Just because, you know, it's gone, that doesn't mean there isn't going to be. You still got to pay for services. Mm -hmm. It's going to be different. What, what, what's coming? He said the IRS is not a government agent organization. They are, they are, they are a business that operates under the government. Um, I don't know where that comes from. I, 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 mean, I, I, I believe that the IRS is a government agent because they actually have to go through a funding through the Congress and Senate in order to get those things, and those things are only done. That's a, it's, 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 only, it's only done because of government agencies. I'm just speaking from, I don't want to say, you know, where I work, but we have to go through a process of getting funding for certain things, you know, and that's due Congress. And I'm going to tell you who's not a government agency, who doesn't have to go through Congress to raise stamps, is the Postal Service. They don't have, when they raise a stamp, they don't have to go to Congress and say, hey, Congress, hey, hey Senate, I need to raise this stamp to a $2. They mm -hmm. just do it. That is not necessarily a government agency, but any government agency has to go through Congress and the Senate in order to get funding to do anything. Yeah, but I mean, they, I mean, they're government agency. I mean, you know, I mean, it's still right. It connected with the U.S. Treasury. We're, we're, we're doing it. I mean, I think sometimes 
you know, before we go too deep into that, and, uh, um, I, I just think that when we say, okay, let's get rid of this and get rid of that, what's, so what will we do? Mm-hmm. And I don't think people put a lot of uh, thought into, okay, if you get rid of IRS, we don't do that. Like you say, okay, we're going to do flat cash, we're going to start charge a certain percentage on sales, however, what are we going to do? Right. Okay, because sometimes we don't look at it again. If this is gone, because this pays for this, mm-hmm. if this is gone, how are we going to function with this? Or where are we going to pull the money from? How are we going to do that? And I just think sometimes people just have a problem with order, mm-hmm. you know, and, and, and again, doesn't mean everybody want to be chaotic, but sometimes when we like look like, hey, man, this is just too much out of my check or whatever, sometimes we don't necessarily look at, okay, hey, how I benefited from this. Mm-hmm. You know, you may not need it now, but sometimes you do, sometimes you don't. Mm-hmm. But when you use it, it's worth it. But I, I you know, you know, I, I try to get into them conversations like, okay, you know, they need to get rid of it. But okay, but this is what we're gonna replace. Mm-hmm. And many, many a time, you don't necessarily get the replacement. Just like, okay, we will just do this, we, and we can't just live mm-hmm. without. How, how are you gonna pay for services? How are you gonna pay for those particular things? How are you gonna pay for these federal? You know, again, then we stop. Like, no one has a solution for that. Right. Uh, and when they do, and it, it may be viable. You know, it's just going to be different. It, it comes from that point, how comfortable are people going to be with the change, mm-hmm. right? So with that said, guys, again, this is the Dollar Hour. I am Deontay Burton, a.k.a. Mr. Short Dollar himself. Tonight's show, we're talking about um, income tax change for two thousand income tax law change for 2023. Excuse again, we're streaming live on Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, TikTok, LinkedIn, and Twitter. The main hub is the YouTube channel, Mr. Short Dollar. Make sure you go there and subscribe. You're welcome to call in. Guys, listen, one quick thing. Uh, feel free to make comments. Feel free to call in. But... If it's not, if it's outside the realm of what we're talking about, please hold those questions up to the end of the show, and I promise you, I'll get back with you with that. Um, uh, what's that? Um, Maria Padar, and I apologize for mispronouncing your name. Uh, I've heard of that too. I think we're talking about as far as like with it, with the income tax and stuff. I think everybody throws out ideas. I, I'm just saying at the end of the day, once we know exactly, you know, what it's for, what will be the uh, uh, the remedy. Mm-hmm. What will be the way to sit here, you know, uh, uh, replace it with, right? Right. Um, with that said, uh, there are a couple of things, you know, just uh, before we go into depth with everything, there are a couple of main uh, uh, changes, you know, that I want to go with, with with everybody. First is the rebate reco- recovery credit, you know, and that's the credit. That credit did expire. It cannot be claimed in your 2022 tax return. The rebate recovery credit, pretty much your stimulus payments, right? Okay. If you uh, did not, you know, those were uh, to be received over particular years. If you did not receive your stimulus payments, you just need to reach out to the IRS and let them know. But that did expire as of December 31st, 2022. Okay. okay? So just just let everybody know that the number we issued out in 2022, it was just in, uh, what was that, 20 and 21? Mm-hmm. That they were issued out, you know, and it would be applicable to your 20 and 21 tax return. So again, that rebate recovery credit, um, that has stopped. I know a lot of people, you know, that's a hot topic with everybody. Are they going to get out any more stimulus checks? Are they going to have any more free money? They haven't haven't in a year. I'm not saying they wouldn't do it again. That's right now. uh, I don't see it going, you know, uh, what I'm doing anytime soon. So, and a lot of changes did come. Keep in mind, guys, you know, we had the, um, was that December 2020? The um, uh, American Rescue Plan Act, or was that, was that December or March, the American Rescue Plan Act? Well, that was the last one. You know, we had the, the, you know, the whole stimulus package. I forgot the name of it. But the last one was the American uh, American Rescue Plan Act. Um, that was before the one with the, the inflation adjustment. That's when you had a lot. 
But with that, we had a lot of changes. The last stimulus payment, and I think also with the uh, some of the other adjustments in regards to uh, the tax credits okay. that we enjoyed last year, right? Yeah. But, and we'll get to those uh, well. But again, that rebate recovery credit, and we're going to depth with everything uh, afterwards uh, after I, you know, go over the introduction with it. Uh, also, earned income credit, everything's back with to the 2020 guidelines. No, so, so, so the raise that they gave you in 2020 and to 21 and 22 has gone? It's gone. Okay. Everything of December 31st, 2022 has expired, so we're back at the guidelines for 2020. Okay. Uh, child tax credit, same thing. The enhanced provision that you had, um, they have went back to the 2020 limits. Okay. So, again, you're not going to get as much money. Okay. You're not going to have those same changes as far as, you know, with the age and stuff. We're going to that, but we're back at the 220, uh, 2020 limitations. Uh, child dependent care, uh, uh, dependent care credit. Uh, we're also back. Those enhanced ones had it, uh, have expired and returned back to the 2020 guidelines. Mm -hmm. uh, if you haven't noticed, we're going back to the trend. We're going back to everything that happened pre-pandemic. Okay. 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 So, again, you know, so if you... You know, not only did you get a booster shot, but your pocketbook did too. So those guidelines and limitations from 2020 are pretty much reset. Yeah, everything, well, all of them expired. That's okay. December 31st. So everything, yeah, reset and going back to it. Uh, Maria Padera, you have CARES. Um, now, this is not going back to the CARES. The American Rescue Plan was the last one. The CARES, the, what was the CARES at? What was that? The, uh, I'm trying to think back. Um, be a little more specific what you're asking. Be a little more specific what you're asking. But the American Rescue Plan was the last one. We did the biggest. What was that? Was that March 2021? I thought, yeah. Because it, it, was, it was three main ones, uh, you know, with the stimulus one, but the American Rescue Plan was the last one. Okay. And uh, that was my help. CARES Act was in between the two. Okay. Okay. And I apologize, but no, this not well, with that, uh, uh, the ERC. Uh, I'm, I'm gonna be honest with you. Even with you know, we can talk about it even with the ERC, uh, the PPP, uh, the PPP and the ERC, all that you know they've been stopped issuing mm -hmm. those out. So we know that that already stopped over a year ago in regards to the PPP and the employee retention credit. All those things have stopped. Even with employee retention credit, you had so much fraud going on. Mm -hmm. In essence, people applying for something that didn't happen, but it was meant for people to actually have paid wage employees. Right. But people would just find some way to finesse it. And again, guys, what I want to you know give one one common note. Uh, while we're talking about today's show, um, stay away from this fraud. I mean, what, what, what right now, 2023, everything's digital, everything's electronic, everything's based with artificial intelligence. You think you smart. You think you know. It ain't worth it. Right. That damn two or $3,000 uh, refund ain't worth it. Mm -hmm. It ain't worth it. If you're on the other side preparing, it ain't worth it. Mm -hmm. It ain't worth it. I'm just telling you. You think nobody's seeing you. You think you're being discreet. You think nobody don't know. A lot of times people just building cases and building portfolios on mm -hmm. it. ain't worth it. I mean, that's how I'm 20-some years in the game. Right. I done got some phenomenal offers and stuff like that. People, It ain't worth it. That's why I'm still here and I ain't did but put money in my pocket. Mm -hmm. Except when I got a divorce. <laughs> <laughs> Loud. The next thing is um, the COVID retirement plan distribution. You know, you had the, the COVID retirement plan distribution. We'll go into that. that this is the last year that you're better claim. Um, that uh, those three disbursements uh, for that, and then uh, they'll be reported on your 2022 return. But we'll go go into depth with that, explain exactly what that was. If you not familiar with it, more than likely you didn't take it, so it wouldn't be applicable to you anyway. Uh, also, some other premium tax credit, along with some 
energy efficient credits, everything's going bad. They did expand the premium tax credit, some of those to 2025. Mm -hmm. Those got extended, some of the energy efficient costs, um, they're going to affect in 2023. And we had a couple of them that were extended, some of them that stopped as well. Uh, one big thing, uh, I do want to let everybody know, and we did a video on it, but I'm not going to go over it today. If you were working in the gig economy with the uh, 1099K, mm -hmm. um, they let everybody know that 2022, they, you don't have to report um, any money that you might have made. You know, the, the actual third-party companies, the Ubers, Lyft, uh, DoorDash, uh, yeah. they're not going to be reporting the uh, 1099Ks if you made over $600. It's going to be a transition year because they still they haven't finished working out all the uh, the kinks in regards mm -hmm. to how everything will be done. So again, now I will say this: I will say this. They don't have to report it, but if they they still can submit the money. Mm -hmm. But I will say this, guys: if you out there making money doing that and that money was hitting your bank account, I understand that banks also have a fiduciary responsibility with certain transactions. And certain, and that it may be sometimes with dollar amounts over ten thousand dollars. I'm sure you heard it, but also some or, uh, with the volume of transactions, some things are big. I've got exact term, but it's not peculiar. But in, in essence, they can report certain things as far as you know a rash of deposits going mm -hmm. to your bank and everything that may be in an odd frequency. Mm -hmm. Long story short, don't think because you didn't get anything to report the income that is not reported. Okay. Okay. Just just keep that in mind. So mm -hmm. if you actually made the money, listen, guys, don't just I'm just especially if you hit a damn bank. Okay, you got that shiny shoes, cutting grass and everything, trash, uh, cash transaction. I'm not knocking any particular job. I'm just thinking of things off the top of my head that could be strictly cash transaction. But anytime you use any kind of thing that was electronic or there's a digital footprint, mm -hmm. it behooves you to report it. Because you don't necessarily know when the recourse come back and people may ask you about it. You know what I mean? Right, right. So you got to be kind of careful with that in regards to that. So, again, it, it wasn't required for uh, uh, those third-party agencies, i.e. Uber, Lyft, DoorDash, Grubhub, to, to make those uh, deposits. They're, you know, they're going to do it next year. Mm -hmm. uh, and that just came out, I think, what was that, November, December, we did the uh, IRS announced that. But they'll do it next year. They, they, they're just working the kinks out. But that doesn't mean income won't be reported. Mm -hmm. So just kind of stay on a straight and narrow with that if you can, okay? Right. All right, guys. Again, today, tonight, I'm Deontay Bray, a.k.a. Mr. Short Out Himself. Tonight's show, we're talking about income tax law changes for 2023. Feel free to call in 678-740-9894. Please keep it on the subject matter. Uh, first thing we're going to go on is just say with our earned income tax credit, uh, the extended provisions uh, that were, that were uh, extended through the American Rescue Plan Act, they did expire as of December 31st. Um, taxpayers, one big thing, can't use one of uh, the things with earned income credit, you can use the previous year income to see if you qualify. So if you made $18,000 in 2020, mm -hmm. and then you turn around and made 50000 in 2021, mm -hmm. You could actually use the 2020. That was one of the key things. They let you use the previous okay. year to qualify for earned income credit. Okay. That's gone. That's gone. Okay. That's gone. Okay. okay. That was one of the key things. Well, want let everybody know they did uh, increase the investment income. Again, you cannot switch years. You can't claim 21 income on your 22 return. Just, okay. Just so we, we we clear on that. Okay. They did uh, 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 change or keep in effect and extend the time frame that um, you you can be able to claim uh, earned income credit for investment income. That's mm -hmm. 
$300, okay? Um, but that's expected, the credit for 2001 expected to decrease the benefit and the amount, uh, in, the, uh, in amount in 2022. That meaning, uh, I want people to understand that those credits are going to have more of a, a, decli have a, a declining benefit okay. over the next year or so with doing that. The, um, the table's going back. Now, you don't have the exact same numbers that you had in 2020 as far as the max uh, for the earned income credit, but definitely what it was last year. If you're actually uh, the maximum for head of household, single head of household and widow, uh, the max income would be uh, $16,000 with no dependents, $43,000. And this is for before you, you phase out. Okay. For getting uh, earned income, and that's if you're single, uh, head of household, or a widow, the uh, uh, the max uh, is was, this was zero dependent, zero children, sixteen thousand dollars of income, twenty two thousand dollars if you're married, filing joint, and the max credit you can get five hundred sixty dollars. Mm -hmm. If you're single, head of household, or widow, and the cap for that income level to phase out of earned income is forty three thousand four hundred ninety two dollars mm -hmm. and if you're married filing a joint the cap on that is forty nine thousand six hundred twenty two dollars mm -hmm. the max you can when i say that's the max that's the max you can make together before it phase out okay so you're like hey we can't do it and you can't receive the credit that's so what, anything that's the forty the forty nine thousand is for between both of us me and my wife yeah yeah well, exactly so she make 25 make 24 if we both make 30 we phased out Exactly. Because we're making 60. Correct. Okay. Correct. There you go. Okay. There you go. And the max you, the maximum earned income credit, you know, keep in mind, we do earned income credit as a gradual number. Mm -hmm. So you do have points where, you know, from zero to that, you know, just to your question about the marriage filing joint, uh, with one dependent, you know, you got zero to 46000 Depending on your income amount, it'll be a different amount that you would get for earned income. You just mm -hmm. don't get the same amount. Okay. But you have a range where the, the, the max will fall in. And the max for that would be, $3,733, okay. right? Remember, you can only get claim up to two dependents to receive earned income credit. Mm -hmm. So if you had a single head of household or a widow with two dependents, uh, the uh, the income threshold is $49,399. Oh, so let me ask you a question. You said you only can get two dependents. That's the max? For earned income credit. So... And that's eight kids, and that's all. That's that's under and that's under sixteen years old. Okay, so if I got eight kids, I mean you can always claim them as dependents. Uh huh. But as far as the earned income credit, so the earned income credit won't apply for each child. No, it just apply for 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 two that are under sixteen. Okay. Uh, two okay. and under sixteen. Good question. Because I'm just saying, because you know, one time it's like give me all your children. Well, no, you still get a, you still get exemption. The okay. five hundred dollars, you know, okay. that they have with that. Keep in mind, guys, we start talking about one key component. I want you guys to understand. We start talking about the difference between uh, deductions and credits. Deductions just lower your taxable income. Just so if you make fifty thousand and you get a five hundred dollar deduction, that changes to forty nine thousand five hundred, right? But a tax credit will go back to you. Now again, that's still gonna hit against the tax that you're supposed to make for a certain dollar amount. Mm -hmm. So that so, but if you're at a point where you don't have to pay any taxes because your income is so low, mm -hmm. that's when you get the money back. Okay. Makes sense. Right, right, so right, right. That's how that theoretically that works. Okay. And so that point with, with lab question, with uh, marry somebody marry filing joint, the, the the gross amount that you can make uh, as a couple would be fifty five thousand five hundred twenty nine with two dependents, and the max you can get for earned income credit that same thing is a uh, six thousand one hundred sixty four dollars. Okay. Okay. All right, guys, and that's.
earned income credit. The next one is a child tax credit, okay? And this guy, they got real jiggy with the child tax credit because, uh, every, again, everything's going back to the 2022 as a December, 2020 numbers mm -hmm. uh, as of December 31st of last year. And uh, the child tax credit reverted to its original limitation of $2,000 for independent under 16 years of age. Mm -hmm. Okay, that as your point. So again, so even with being applicable for the earned income tax credit, you still have to get that child tax credit. You'll fall there, and then you still have to be under 16 years old to get that. Okay. But you still can claim somebody, like your uncle, your other older kids and stuff, but you're only going to get that actual small exemption number for that. Mm -hmm. Does that make sense? Right. So with that said, you know in the past couple of years, they were up to, it was three thousand. It was children under six, you were getting 3,600, mm -hmm. and from, I think, what, seven, and it may be five. Correct me if I'm wrong, but it's five or six. But long, we know where the hell we at. But that was 3,600 that they were given to you in the, in the past couple of years. And then anything from 6 to 16 or 17, they were giving you 3,600. Okay. So now regardless of either one of those, we're back to $2,000. Okay. So that's just something to think about. $2,000 across the board. Across the board. Okay. So you ain't getting 3,000, you ain't getting 3,600. Okay. You're getting two grand. Okay. All right, so kind of, I want everybody to be, make sure that we're totally understanding with that. Mm -hmm. Okay, so that's one of the key things because everybody was getting fat. <laughs> right, that 3600 3, 3, 3, Yeah, yeah, and uh, keep in mind the phase out for that is if you're making over 200 grand, you're not going to be able to claim child tax credit. Mm -hmm. That's if you're single at a household, and if you're a married filing joint, mm -hmm. the uh, phase out is at $400,000. Okay. Uh, with doing that, you know. I figure you make $400,000, you ain't worried about no damn $2,000. No, no, right. <laughs> you got more important issues. Right, you right. Know? So, that's the impact that was uh, made on the uh, child tax credit. Guys, feel free to give a call. Got any questions or anything like that? You heard something kind of like, oh, what was that? I didn't hear it. But keep in mind, guys, like I told you before, make sure you subscribe to the YouTube channel, Mr. Short Dollar, because all the same information will be on the YouTube channel. So if you missed anything, you can always go back to Mr. Short Dollar on YouTube check and uh, check everything out, okay? Um, you know, and, and one thing we, you know, we just talking about with people not uh, uh, um, being abreast with a lot of stuff. Do you remember the video that first when I first had my first viral video? Mm -hmm. Do you remember that layout? It was uh, the grants. It wasn't the no, no, it wasn't the grants. What? The first viral video I had. I Hell, I was knee deep in that damn divorce. I remember. The, 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 no, before it was before divorce. It was okay. beginning of that year. It was when the pandemic first hit. And I did the video right there in my office in Riverdale. I said, hey, if you thought your tax person kept your refund, your uh, your stimulus payment, yeah. uh, uh, leave a comment below. Right. That shit was at 20,000 views in 24 hours. <laughs> I, had, I mean, that was the first one. Okay. And okay. I think that was like January 20, or February 2020. 2020. 2020. Okay. 2020. Right? Yeah, come on, divorce. Yeah, yeah, come on, we'll wait. Yeah, exactly. January 20. January, February 20. And it was just... It was, it, it was cool for to go through it, but what it showed me is how many people had, were just still clueless, mm -hmm. to your point earlier, about what was going on. Right. And I just did. I, I, that video was probably 30 seconds long. 30 seconds. 30 seconds. If you think they kept your refund, mine did. Damn crook, this, that, and that. And right. you see all on the news, people were storming the tax offices, wondering why they stimulus checks and the issue that was going along. And it happened the same thing with mine, mm -hmm. is that 
the federal government, the, the process is to go through, when you get your taxes done at a tax, at a tax office, theoretically the tax offices use an intermediary bank. Mm-hmm. It's only maybe like five or six actual tax banks. Okay. You know, so pretty much it, everybody pretty much use the same ones, okay. right? You know, one of one of those, depending on software you use. So it goes, when, you, when it leaves the tax office, it goes to that intermediary bank, mm-hmm. it goes to the IRS. The IRS will say if you're getting a refund or not, they'll kick the money back to the intermediary bank. Mm-hmm. The intermediary bank will give you a prepare his fees and will deposit the money in your account. Okay. The issue came up was when the stimulus payments came, the first one was the IRS issued all the money to the intermediary banks. Right. They didn't know, they didn't send it straight to your bank account. Okay. And that's what happens. So they had to have this log jam of, so when people called to check on their stimulus or looked online, mm-hmm. they looking like, that's not my bank. Right. It was in the intermediary bank, but that was a glitch on the IRS side. Okay. So they, so what happened was the money, all that money was sent back to the IRS. You had to go through the whole little process and then, you know, go online, whatever. And people, that's how people were able to get their stimulus payments. Mm. But if you don't, if you remember, it was just totally chaotic. Chaotic, you're right. Chaotic, man, just with, with doing it. But that was just so funny because, again, well, it wasn't funny then. Cause, you know, people ask me about, you know, threatening this shit. Right. You know what I'm saying? You know. <laughs> well, then you'll get my money. What was that first, what was that first one, like $200? What was that first one? I don't remember. It wasn't, it wasn't 1200 I can't remember. But it damn sure wasn't, you know, worth some of the stuff people said to me. <laughs> some of the threats that were thrown across my way. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. I, I get it. But again, a lot of, like I said, a lot of be attributed to, to really how much people be informed and stuff like that. It was just something that just run across the top of my head in regards to doing this. So, that, you know, we want to talk about these tax law change for 2023, it behooves you guys to kind of be aware of it because a lot of times when, we, when we're when we not informed, people tell us a lot of stuff. Because mm-hmm. like you say, you know, you, like we said earlier, you know, yes, tax person, well, that's what the computer say. Or I've had people come to me saying that they were told that they made, the reason why they owe because they made too much money. Right, that's Who always the the reason. hell owe, make too much money? That's, that's the reason. That's and always the reason. And, and a lot of times, it's just that really, you know, you just probably didn't do anything proactive to kind of lower your tax bill. Mm-hmm. But ain't nothing wrong. You know you got to pay taxes on the income. Mm-hmm. So a lot of times, you just don't necessarily know strategies to maybe lower it and everything. But again, you know, it costs doing business. Right. You know, it, just, it is what it is, you mm-hmm. know. You know, again, we, 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 we a lot of times just don't be aware of the benefit of what the actual uh, tax getting charge taking care of. Mm-hmm. But, you know, and, and we ain't got those, you know, million-dollar Trump uh, attorneys right. to lower our billions <laughs> uh, of dollars. Right, lower our tax, our tax uh, debt. So, yeah, you're right. So you just really don't be informed on that. But that was, that was the thing. I always, that's why the whole point of this show, this uh, this channel, is to make sure people are informed about things for them financially. It ain't necessarily always going to be the stuff you want to hear, mm-hmm. but it's always going to be the right way, you know. Right. And uh, back, well, uh, the next thing that we're talking about, the tax law changes for 2023, this is a child independent care to, uh, care credit. Um, keep in mind the child independent care credit is non-refundable, so a lot of they, you know the, the the actual credit was increased. Everything going back to the 2020 level. The expense limit is a uh, it went back to three thousand dollar expense limit. That's the most they could cap off it, and also it's six thousand uh, uh, for for once three thousand for one child. And six thousand for more than one child. Okay. Okay. So that's just pretty much how that is. And for for uh, being a, a applicable, it's non-refundable. That means when it say non-refundable, that doesn't mean you have 
leads you to get it back. Mm-hmm. It's just gonna be applied to the actual uh, uh, taxable income, mm-hmm. but you're not always gonna be able to get that back. So okay. again, just keep that in mind. But that has changed uh, in regards to that. That's uh, that's a big one. A lot of times, people really don't take advantage of that. And I always tell people, make sure that you know whoever watch your kids, you, 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 you uh, you're doing that. You're using that. What is the income phase out level? I'm trying to remember uh, for the child for ch- uh, dependent care credit. Uh, uh, trying to see, there's it, no max on it, but I know it's only 20%. They look at 20% of a certain age, 20%. Uh, any AGI of 43,000 will receive 20% of their eligible expenses. So, again, if you made over $43,000 and you pay, you know, let's do some easy math, $1,000, so 20% of that, fifth of that. Five going, five going to two hundred dollars. Mm-hmm. That you know that that will allow you to get back. Okay. Okay. So kind of keep that in mind, guys. It's always remember when we start looking at taxes. A lot of stuff are based on sliding scales. What mm-hmm. I mean, depending on how much money you made, depending on how much taxes you pay, mm-hmm. everything changes. It's not you let a dollar because a lot of times people, I, I let somebody claim my kid. That's two thousand. That's three thousand. Who the hell told you, folks? Right. And the other <laughs> myth. Well, I pay half the year in taxes. The other half I don't. No, you pay taxes for the total dollar amount right. that you have for the year. So if you pay taxes half, if you made fifty thousand dollars, and only for six months in a year you pay taxes, the other six you don't, you're still liable for taxes on fifty thousand dollars. Mm-hmm. When you paid it has nothing to do with. Right. Who the hell told y'all that? People have done it for years. People soon, but that is that's 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 that's. That's not right. Oh, the hell it is, man. <laughs> you pay taxes on the actual dollar amount that you made. Right. And again, once we start putting deductions in, that lower the tax income, mm-hmm. but whatever dollar amount you, you, you made, that adjusted gross, that's where in that taxable income, that's, excuse me, what you're liable to pay taxes on, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. No if, ands, or buts. I wish I could tell you a better way to go about it, but it is what it is with that, okay? The next thing we talk about is COVID retirement dis- uh, distribution. Hey guys, and this is something that I took advantage of. So, like a lot of times when the pandemic hit, there were a lot of people that were actually in distress situations where we had to pull money out for 401k. And so, part of the COVID relief was that they gave people the opportunity to take the distribution. Because typically, you have, when you get the distribution, you have the 10% early withdrawal fee, mm-hmm. plus you got to pay taxes on uh, 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 on the actual distribution. What they did with the COVID distribu- uh, COVID retirement plan. Uh, distribution. They actually let you take the money out. So let, let's say you took out thirty thousand. Mm-hmm. They let you take the thirty thousand out and then claim only ten thousand. They, well, they waived the ten percent early withdrawal fee. Okay. But what they allowed you to do was break it up over three years. Okay. As far as uh, uh, um, uh, receiving income. the taxable income. Okay. So instead of receiving thirty thousand on that particular year, they'll say you got ten thousand this year, ten thousand next year, ten thousand the last year, mm-hmm. two thousand twenty-two with the last year that you would have had. Uh, be impacted by that ten thousand dollars. The funky part about all that was, is that they only looked at the taxes. Cause you know, when you do the early withdrawal, they take the tax out. They take it with twenty five percent. Am I thinking right? Twenty or twenty five percent of the uh, the taxes out. But all that was uh, recognized that first year. Okay. Like you couldn't break the tax the actual tax payment over. Yeah, you just you, you break you the income off. You paying tax on that thirty thousand. Yeah, exactly. That that okay. year, that first that year. That first year. So the, the second and third year, you just that ten thousand and mm-hmm. ten thousand. So it was nothing to, to apply the uh, tax to from there. Um, 
But that, that 22 was the last year for that to be uh, recognized. So okay. like I said, I was one of the people that did that because, hell, I went through a damn divorce. Right. I got to get it. You need that money. I got to get it. <laughs> She's trying right. to take it all. <laughs> trying to take it all, man. And that was, uh, uh, it was very advantageous for me to do it. And I thought it was a pretty good idea and a lot of uh, thought was put into that. But again, 2022 was the last year for that to be uh, recognized. So I want everybody to kind of keep that in mind uh, uh, with that. Another credit was, this is one that I took advantage of, and I really had, you know, uh, 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 told a lot of my self-employed clients that was uh, 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 impacted, you know, by COVID, because then everybody got sick, uh, with that self-employed uh, uh, leave credit, mm -hmm. Form 7202, that, that's gone. Okay. And that was very, very impactful, because that was up to $15,000 a refundable credit okay. that people could take advantage of if you was impacted by COVID. You could have caught COVID, your depends could have caught COVID, and depending on how many days that you were out due to that, you actually make a, 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 could make that applicable to your income mm -hmm. to get a credit in regards to that. So that was just awesome credit. Okay. That's gone too. That's gone too. <laughs> That's gone. <laughs> that was hooking people up, man. If you had somebody actually knowledgeable, to do your taxes, and you had, you know, you kept good records, man, you take advantage of it. They, they, it really was some damn relief going on. But I think people just so stuck on the low-hanging fruit, mm -hmm. i.e. PPP, disaster loans, and stuff like that, mm -hmm. and just didn't. I mean, you you actually could have put yourself in a different stratosphere, i.e. from government contracting, mm -hmm. all these other particular things that were available to people. And people just, you know, again, just, just look at the carrot that's waving in their face. Right. That's all. That's all with that. So that's one of the things I just, you know, uh, those are some of the, the main things in regards to actual tax law changes uh, with that. You have some uh, premium tax uh, uh, provision. They were pretty much all uh, extended uh, up through 2025, and that being some of the health insurance payments, those were extended with that. Um, there were a lot of things with, with that, and that, that if you bought the uh, uh, health insurance on the marketplace, mm -hmm. you was able to get that credit for the premiums that you wrote through there, and that was extended through 2025. That did not end uh, at a, as last year. Okay. Again, so the, that was uh, uh, extended with it, and I think that came with that Inflation Reduction Act uh, with that, and that was that was the last, I think, uh, uh, bill that Congress passed, but they didn't give any money with that. Oh, okay. And I think that came back in the summer. Y'all forgive me on my dates. So I've I got a lot of stuff on my mind. Okay. But I think that was the one that came in the summer, the Inflation Reduction Act. It was a summer of fall when that came. Mm -hmm. But again, no stimulus payment were issued with that. They just had different provisions uh, for people to take advantage of. Uh, let me see through my notes. Look through my notes, y'all. You know, my, my mind don't work like it used to. Uh, a couple things, uh, unless there'll be new legislation allowing some kind of extension, the following will expire. Uh, they did expire as of December 31st, 2022. It cannot be claimed on your 22 return. That uh, PMI, private mortgage insurance deduction, uh, the sick leave, the sick the sick leave, like I just told you, the 7202, uh, tuition fees and reduction act. You still got your American Opportunities Act, and you still have your uh, your basic credits you can give sometime with the uh, uh, tuition billing uh, that, you, that you have. Okay. That, you know, um, but the American Opportunity Credit is still there. I'm going blank on the other one. That's there. Um, charitable contribution for non-itemizers, what they were allowing you to do the past couple of years, it was 300 or $350. Mm -hmm. 
that they would just if you itemized or not, they just let you go right on your return that I gave you gave this gave to it. Yeah, okay. That's gone. Okay. That's gone. So you know again, you know, I get all the yin yang. This is why it's so important, guys. If you understand, you know you got standard deduction, you got itemized deduction. And the standard deduction for each uh filing where you file is totally different, be it single, head of household, married, father, joint. Mm. The standard deduction is when you make fifty thousand I think for a head of household is nineteen thousand four hundred. You subtract that from the fifty thousand, whatever that number is, mm-hmm. that's your adjusted gross. Okay. Right? That you know, that's if you have any money. And then we look at you know, that going to be what's your tax for income? Well mm-hmm. from there. Uh, when they did the jobs, the jobs and uh jobs and tax act at the end of two thousand seventeen or nineteen, one of my odd numbers, that when President Trump was in office. Mm-hmm. They got rid of, they doubled the standard deductions. Mm-hmm. So again, what happened was well, theoretically they got rid of a lot of those itemized deductions. Okay. But it made it easier. I mean, you know, again, you couldn't, uh, a lot of things went away. Like it made it more difficult for you to do charitable deductions because mm-hmm. the number increased. But, you know, I think that it, 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 it helped you out a lot because most time people still didn't have that much in regards to uh, being able to itemize. Right. So it's just a different way of using it. So sometimes we tax person say, no, nah, you can use that, you can not use this or you couldn't use that. Uh, more like it was probably something to benefit you. Okay. It's just because when you get told you can't use it, people look at it from different lens, yeah. right? Yeah. But a lot of times when people tell you stuff, they don't tell you why. Okay. You know? But uh, that, uh, what is this? Uh, accelerated appreciation of profit Indian reservations don't apply to me. Right. And a uh, couple other little things here, little credits there, and I think those are more industry specific as far as like race horses and Mind rescue teams train the credit. Okay, no, 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 no. Nope, 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 so I hold no horses. Listen <laughs> to racehorses. Say, Lab Bailey got a damn car. Right. <laughs> you know, uh, but you know, in, in a nutshell, those are some of the main things in regards to some of the income tax law changes for 2023. Again, guys, feel free to give a call in six seven eight seven four zero nine eight nine four. Again, six seven eight. Seven four zero nine eight nine four. Feel free to call in. Um, you know, again, you got any questions or anything like that? Hey, the door open right now. But listen, let me ask a question sure. before we go. Okay. You know, we deal with, and I'm gonna record. We got a little time before we go, but got, I, yeah. I got you. We, um, you know, this station, this platform, we deal with a lot of independent artists. So let me ask you a question. I'm an independent artist. I do a show. The show pays me, let's say, two thousand dollars. But I also work a regular job. Do I need to claim? Do I need to claim that two thousand dollars on my taxes? Yeah. Like, do I, like even if they say, "Well, we're not going to report this. Don't worry about it." Well, somebody said, "Man, if they don't report it, you don't have to put that on your on your on your taxes." And sometimes, you know, independent artists doing a lot of things on their own. They might forget. But do you implore them to put that on their taxes, regardless? Yeah, you got to do it. On their income, regardless. Yeah, you got to do that. Cause more, a lot of times they're gonna still make you feel like that W four. And you know that tax person gonna tell them, listen, because they're gonna say we paid all the art. Like, if, if, if just say if 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 I'm a promoter or something, I got a show, you know, and I paid lab ten thousand dollars. Why 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 wouldn't I report that? That's an expense that I paid for a performance. Okay. So why wouldn't I why wouldn't I report it? Okay. That's gonna lower my tax for income. So you know, again, the ten ninety nine should be issued out for that. That's why typically they should fill out like the W four to verify your income. You don't know. Again, you, uh, and then, you know, 
Glad you asked me this question. There is no excuse for ignorance. I didn't know they were going to do it. They said they wasn't. Now we're on words. Right. You're a lie. I ain't tell her that. At the end of the day, you still know you made the money. Mm -hmm. Okay? You made the money. You know you made the money. You agree to that, right? Right. You know you got to pay taxes on it. Mm -hmm. If they told you they were going to do it or not, that doesn't matter. Mm -hmm. Like you, you follow yeah. what I'm saying? Let's say if they don't even get the form with W-4. Let's say they don't get a W-4 in the mail or they get lost in the mail or something happens to where they don't get the form. They still need to go ahead and file it. Well, the W-4 is for the actual uh, uh, payer mm -hmm. to, to verify they got a record. That they, you know, this is your tax ID number, social security number, so they can issue out a 1099 at the end of the year. But like to your question, just say they don't get a 1099. Mm -hmm. Uh, you still need to do it. And that's gonna go through, and I'm, that's gonna be part of your little pointers I want to get to people. Okay. Uh, because you did it, you need to go and report it. Okay. If you did it, go and report it. Okay. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you know, again, we you know we can just a little tax tip for all the independent artists out there. No, yeah. I got you. Yeah, yeah. Hey, 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 here's the deal too. Just say so even when you've been an independent artist and stuff like that, you can say, well, look, I don't want to do this, and you be on that, you know, way I want to get these refunds. And then you start, you start getting to a point where you want to buy a car, you want to buy a house. And you got tax returns showing you losing all this money. Nobody gonna give you a loan, right? You know, and you know now I gotta try to go through getting this and this person name, getting in that person name. You're not gonna be able to grow because you're actually not stating how much your money is and stuff like that. Okay, do it right the right time, the first time. Okay, do it right the first time. So here are a couple of tips. You know, I want everybody to kind of follow in regards to, you know, just going forward with your taxes. And even, well, you know, even what Lab said, just you know, people be uh, self-employed. Mm -hmm. You know, IEA independent artists, business owner, things like that. You need to wait, and it's for anybody. Wait, wait, wait to get all your damn documents. Okay. All your W-2s, all your 1099s, your 1098 from your mortgage company. Wait. Mm -hmm. Wait. Here's the deal, because far too often people break their neck. I need to get a refund. And you know you worked that particular job, mm -hmm. you know, for a couple months, you know, beginning of the year. But you, I need to get my refund. Mm -hmm. What happens is two things, and it happened more the second way now than it had in previous years. You sit down and you go get your taxes done and you understate your income. Mm -hmm. you, you'll tell the tax person you made $25,000 because that's what your W-2 show mm -hmm. or your 1099 show. You get you qualify for earned income, you get this big old refund, everybody happy to go live their life. Right. Five, six months later, you get a letter from the IRS saying, listen, you did work at Keller's Pizza or whatever, you know, that was $8,000 you made. You for, you you knew it. Right. You just hoping it didn't go away because you didn't get it in time. They sent the stuff to you late. Mm -hmm. They get a penalty for that, for, for sending it to you late. But right. on the flip side of it is, too, that you knew you did make the money. Right. And now, what didn't happen? Because now the income doesn't change. You don't qualify for earned income. You owe the IRS four to $5,000. Right. Right? And it happens all the time. And the second thing with that is, that was one when you get a letter, uh, the, what's happening more now because the IRS has mandated that employers get the uh, it used to be one thing you were supposed to get it to the uh, actual uh, workers by the 31st of January now they're making now you have to get it to the IRS by the 31st of January mm -hmm. so that's why they didn't issue out refunds to after the 15th of February so they can settle it up right that wasn't the case before the, the year before last right all okay. these years so what happens now is just say if you Understate your income, you don't send everything in. Your refund might be a little late, and you let in the mail. Hey, you didn't report all your income. We right. got this from such and such. Say, you know, you made this particular money, and now you're sitting there tripping because now you owe, you actually owe uh, money to the uh, IRS mm -hmm. because your actual income was understated. Mm 
Wait for all your phones to get there. Mm. Wait for everything to get there. You know, even if you're sitting there like, you know, you haven't received enough of these people, give them a call. You can call the IRS to kind of get some kind of guidance on what you need to do. But I will tell you this. If you understate your income, it's going to be very uncomfortable for you to get it fixed. Because this is one thing I want people to understand. I don't know how many of you guys have actually had any recent interaction with the IRS. And we hear the, 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 the news clip of what Lab even mentioned about all these new thousands of IRS agents that are hired. But they're totally still understaffed. So when they're being understaffed, if you call the IRS and you can't get anybody on the phone, they'll say call back at another time and the phone drops. Mm -hmm. So that when you need to talk to them and you can't talk, it drops. Imagine mm -hmm. the situation you can be in. They done took half, all your refund, now they send you old money. You could be uh, got a garnishment right. on your check, but you can't get anybody on the phone because you still got to work and you only available to call in restricted time periods, right? Mm -hmm. Where you can actually make a phone call and during those particular times when you want to make that phone call, you can't because, again, it's not even available to them. Right. To avoid getting any damn situation, do shit the right way. Do stuff the right way. Oh, okay. So I'm just saying, like, just be... Make sure you got all your documents, okay? And make some kind of, if you can, I say from December and January, start trying to make some kind of mental assessments of everything you did, mm -hmm. okay? That being all the jobs you work, all the gigs you did, all the money you put out, just say if you got IE businesses, mm -hmm. IE rental properties, whatever. Start doing those mental assessments for everything you did. Do that, for, that's what you got December and January for. Mm -hmm. But. Be very, very careful. You start filing tax returns and you ain't got everything in place, okay? Mm. Everybody be very, very careful in, in regards to that because far too often, people, you know, right. you know, <laughs> but you ain't got time to wait. I, I got to get my money in February. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I got to get my money in February. <laughs> right. you, you, you know, they late sending your stuff. Right. So you figure it's on them. Mm. You know, it, it's on them, but they ain't got nothing to do with you. You right. know, you did it. They going to have their damn penalty. And you gonna have and your, yours. you know, so <laughs> it all coincides. The problem with you, you gonna get, you gonna really end up receiving money mm -hmm. that you weren't supposed to receive, mm -hmm. and that's the issue with that. Right? right. So make sure you got all your documentation. Keep in mind again, guys. I said this earlier. Everything is electronic. Everything is electronic. There is a digital footprint. Mm -hmm. Don't think you are smarter than the computer. <laughs> Don't think you're smarter. Than I, I'm just saying, like everything you're doing, guys. You know, you guys here. You know, it's not as the same as, you know, federal mail fraud and all this other kind of shit. But I'm just saying that you're doing things that got a digital footprint. Mm -hmm. and remember what I keep telling y'all guys. I did know it's not going to be an excuse. You know what I'm saying? Uh, uh, no one cares about that. Right. Still got to get fixed. I get it. I get it. They make so okay, I believe. We still got to pay their bill. You still got to get it fixed. <laughs> right. That don't change. It out. Yeah, that don't change anything. So right. keep that in mind, guys. Make sure, you know, do it the right way. Uh, another thing is, you know, if you prepare your tax or your preparer, y'all got to be honest. If you got to be honest with yourself, you, be, you, you need to be honest with your preparer in regards to that. If you are looking at your return, you say, look, I don't want to pay these folks. So I'm going to try to do it myself. Be realistic, be realistic of the difficulty of your return. Mm -hmm. If you require a professional and your eyes, you know, you kind of know at my level, I think I know what I'm doing because the computer asks me questions. It's not the same thing. You can actually pay somebody to do it one year this year and kind of look at what they did, maybe ask them if they mind telling you what's going on and try the next year. But if you got a certain degree of difficulty, uh, depending on what you have, uh, you think you're doing it right, 
thinking ain't required. <laughs> you want to no. know? Yeah, you need to know. Right. So I'm just saying, be be realistic. Cause I know we have so many. Uh, and you know, if it's simple, I don't see that wrong with you using your tax, that Turbo Tax, H and R Block software mm-hmm. to do your return. But uh, you gotta be realistic about what you got going on. Right. Yes, you, your W two, your dependents. I get it. I ain't tripping. Mm-hmm. But you start throwing businesses, properties, uh, investments, and things like that. Especially you got like stocks. You know, everybody want to be a trader and all that. Now mm-hmm. you get this big ass thick booklet from the actual uh, brokerage company and stuff like that. You got to right. feel like that eight eight forty nine. Then you got to feel like that damn Schedule D. You got this other kind of stuff. You got them forty five sixty two with the appreciation. And then you got the Schedule E. And you just like what the hell these numbers I'm talking about. And you playing around. You don't know what the hell you're doing. It behooves you. Now, again, I ain't talking about fine. Okay, you know, my girl Jasmine just started doing any taxes. And I'm going to go <laughs> nah. let her do it. No. No. Go somewhere where you got some kind of recourse. Mm-hmm. What I mean by recourse, at the end of the day, they do it wrong. You can go back and say something to them. Not the fly by night. Now, I ain't talking bad about nobody's person, people, uh, nobody's business. But be realistic about who you're talking to. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Just be realistic about who. I ain't heard me do no advertising, no campaign, the whole damn show. But I'm just telling you out of experience. Be careful who do your stuff. Be very, very careful on that, okay? Um, and lastly, guys, going to that point, don't sacrifice quality for price. You know, one of the first things people ask me, the first damn thing, how much you charge? Right. How much you charge? <laughs> right. Don't ask me about no malware, spyware. Do y'all that. guys have any uh, past, you know, you know, things with fraud or anything like that? Any your no. employees take yeah. numbers and, and get credit cards? Man, they don't ask none of that. You're going to give me all your personal <laughs> stuff. <laughs> You know, you know the funky part about that. People will be, that they'll be to me fake protective of it. Oh, I don't want nobody know my social. I don't want nobody know my social. But you want to go to this cheap ass person. Right. That do you know they can't pay for no antivirus software. They can't find for no. They can't uh, afford no because you ain't charging. They ain't charging that. Right. So so they ain't got no damn cybersecurity now like that set up to protect your social, mm-hmm. your bank information, your kids stuff. Right. Look, you know, I'm just saying, this is a one-time transaction that can protect you. You need to be very, very careful you get your stuff, too. I'm just saying, okay? Uh, hacking is real. That's true. Hacking is real. And, and if you, I've never been a victim of identity theft, but I've seen it too, far too often. That is some BS to get straightened out. Mm-hmm. It's some damn BS to get straightened out. Yeah, you know, and try to move forward from it. So you need to be very, very careful that, again, don't sacrifice uh, quality for price. Guys, right. please don't do that. Um, with that said, those are some of the basic, you know, tax law changes for 2023. Hope you guys enjoyed the information. We had a great show. I felt like uh, with it. Now, with that said, I'm going to give a few minutes. Open up the floor. If you got any questions, comments, you can put it in the chat. Or you can give us a call at 678-740-9894. Get the number at 678-740-9894. Anybody got a question, Lab? No. Nah, not yet. How them tax, how them tax courts are doing? You ain't mentioned that yet. Mm, appreciate that. Again, guys, we got the Mr. Short Dollar Tax Course. Uh, the link will be is in the on the, the YouTube channel in the description section with that. Uh, uh, I don't even know. I haven't even looked. To be honest with you, like, I haven't even looked at it. So I've been so engulfed with trying to get stuff together. Mm-hmm. I haven't looked, man, uh, with doing it. Okay. Uh, I'm going to start doing hard promos next week. Mm-hmm. And I said it the week before last, but it's so in the total, it's there. Okay. But in the total poll of things and stuff like that, we're doing it. It just ain't priority one. Okay. With doing it, so I haven't even looked, lad. Mm. I want to, you know, it, the revenue kept on suspense file, so I couldn't tell you. Okay. And I don't understand stuff like that. But again, if you, the what lab is asking about the Mr. Short Dollar Tax Course, where I, I created a course 
when I put over my over 20 years of experience of it's set for people that actually want to start a tax business or currently in a tax business because typically you like what we talked about before you got so many people that actually get they uh, get a tax or uh, tax ID or get a EFIN number or the PTIN numbers to do taxes you post on Facebook you post on Instagram and you can't get in the damn business mm. you try to figure out what the hell going on and what I'm trying you know what I uh, did with the course was explain to you okay how to market your business how to advertise your business I gave you the whole game in regards to if you want to run a brick and mortar type of office setting or a virtual setting okay. how to do it from the intake when they coming in how to do the processing and when they leave it out how to maintain relationship how to build a referral culture where people feel indebted to bring new customers to you right I also gave you my uh, marketing and advertising calendar to let you know what you need to be doing all year long at different sections of the year in order to actually uh, acquire new customers also maintain the relationship with the current customer you have all of that is in that course so check that out the mr. short dollar you uh, 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 tax preparation course again it's it, I put everything I had I everything I had and I also even offer additional coaching you know once you get the course if you need it just talk over it but it's super simple to do I got all of my forms maps grids letters all of this stuff is included well you got all this stuff it's not just me talking I'm giving you the words the game the experience the knowledge and all the forms and diagrams you have to be successful okay again that's the mr. short dollar of uh, course you go to you can go to mr. short dollar on YouTube and look at the uh, 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 the, the description the description section to find it okay. I got a question here uh, it's Lance uh, I apologize if I'm, I'm mispronouncing. I think it's Lance Lance Interiors, what do you think about the program, Tax Layer program? I mean, as far as software, I think Tax Layer is pretty good uh, uh, software. We use Tax Layer on, uh, I have two I have two, uh, two companies, Majestic Business Services and Majestic Accounting and Tax Services. Mm -hmm. Majestic Accounting and Tax Services is 100% virtual, mm -hmm. right? That's why, you know, it's 100% virtual service. That way everybody works for me, you remote prepare, and we use uh, Tax Layer for that. Tax Layer is a great software. It's, uh, uh, my main software I use is Drake. Drake, you need to be a little bit more experienced for using Drake because it's straight. There is no Q&A. Oh, okay. So you need to know your forms. We're actually using Drake. Uh, but you have a whole bigger database accessibility. Uh, uh, tax layer is more set. Uh, if you're new to the, uh, the business, we're doing it. Uh, and they have a, a great Q&A. But the biggest thing with tax layer, tax layer has a remote service. Okay. So that has allowed me to do that. So, I mean, it's a, it's a good software. Most of your main softwares are pretty decent. In regard to that, uh, uh, it all depends on what you. I'm gonna be honest with you. It really depends on what all you're trying to do with your tax business. Mm. Okay, it really depends on what all you're trying to do with your tax business. But do I think it's a good software. Yeah, I think it's a pretty good software uh, with doing it. And one, I will get one little free nugget to everybody. Always kind of keep in mind, and this is one of the things I always tell people when you get in, in this particular business. Make sure your price is right. You know, it ain't. I ain't, I'm a I'm a good tax person, but I damn sure ain't the cheap tax person. Right. And you got to make sure the math is always going to work. When you start talking about rent, software, insurance, and things like that, you got to make sure you're covering all your actual operational costs. If you're actually, you know, doing stuff, you're good for the hood, and you just want to make sure you just want to do some, you know, hustling here and there. Right. I mean, you might not be looking at it like that, but again, the recourse. It's cool to get money. Right. Once you start getting notified and letters and stuff like that, it's different. you don't want to do that. Right. And like I said, I mean, I've been fortunate enough over years, I ain't had to deal with a lot of that stuff because, you know, uh, my mentors helped me get set up. They helped me get all those kind of things, you know, put put in and stuff. Uh, what was the thing? Okay, thanks. Cool. You, you, you're very welcome. And, and uh, subscribe to the YouTube channel, Mr. Short Dollar. We got, like I said, over 600 videos. 
lot of inf uh, informative information in regards to just the tax preparation business. I actually got a video probably come out tomorrow or Saturday in regards to the main mistakes that tax preparers make. Mm. So that's Bill Mr. Short Dollar YouTube. I haven't put, I haven't released that yet. We made, I made a video a couple weeks ago, but uh, that way it can kind of help you in regards to just going back, checking certain things because we're human. You know, especially when we that money start, when that money start coming, oh, I got it, I'm done, I'm done. Right. Some of the most simple stuff we miss out on. So uh, go to the YouTube channel, Mr. Short Dog, subscribe to the channel, and check that out. Um, what's this? Prince Kyrie Triple Seven. I have a PTIN number. Well, you know, PTIN number that's your prepare tax ID number that allows you to actual process tax returns for profit. Okay. Uh, with doing that, and that's just the basic you have. You know, you can be, you can have the PTIN number mm -hmm. and go for different. Like you have to have that. To actually prepare a tax return for profit. Okay. And then you have what you call it, an EFIN or electronic filing number. Mm -hmm. That's when you actually have the partnership with the IRS to be able to electronically file. Okay. Uh, uh, and transmit tax returns with that. But just it's a little bit bigger process. Okay. And on the course, I give you the whole blueprint in regards to what you have to do to get your PTIN number and your EFIN number. Okay. Uh, with doing that, um, if you if you have your PTIN number. You, you know, okay, cool, cool, cool. But I appreciate, uh, again, I appreciate you tuning in. Um, and that's uh, Miss Lance, Lance Interiors. And please forgive me if I'm mispronouncing anything. But uh, Prince Kyrie, triple seven. I, I'll say this, you know, having a PTI, and it's a great business to get into. Now, I'll be straight up about it. Hey, listen, it's been good with me. Uh, we're doing it, you know, we, the early 2000s, the right. rapid refunds and all kind of stuff. You know, I had shit. I had five offices. Right. So, you know what I'm saying? I'm high on the hog with doing that. <laughs> so, it's totally different now. Right. It's totally different in regards, you know, just, you know, the business. Actually, got more people, you know, just to be able to, like, the self-serve community mm -hmm. we're doing it and stuff like that. But I always say that, keep in mind, everybody in the United States with a job got to get their taxes done. Right. There'll never be enough preparers to, 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 to satisfy that. Right. The key thing is you got to understand what you're doing because everybody not to go get them. Because you just because you got your 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 tax ID number, your LLC, your PTIN, EFIN number, whatever, you find out very quickly when you start posting on social media, your friends don't want you to know how much money they make. Right. Your family members don't want to know, and they really ain't so comfortable with you doing their taxes because they don't know. They worry about do you really know what the hell you're doing? Right. You find that out very quickly, mm. and so that's what happens is people start doing it. And like, damn, I got all this done and all this stuff started. And now nobody want to come. Now you see the whole, you don't want to support the black business. You don't want to do this, that, and that. And it's not that. That's just, you got to crawl for your walk. Well, right. Get them scars. Got to pay them dues. It's going to be gradual from year one, two, three, four, five. And you know, once you pass year three, and be, you be realistic about what you can do. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. I always say first year, 10 to 20 people. Mm -hmm. Second year, 20 to 40 people. Mm -hmm. Fifth year, you might be knocking that about maybe come up somewhere in the same, okay. right? You know, I mean, I'm sorry, but that third year rather, and then you can kind of grow from there. Especially depending on if you're doing it like part time in addition with a job, because you got to sit here and be realistic. Who gonna come to you? Okay. You know, now that's if you're doing it. Now if you're doing stuff illegal, you're trying to hook folks up and all that kind of stuff. You'll get people to you, but yeah. again, I just told you. That digital footprint. Ain't gonna catch up to it, you. It catch up to you. PPP it, thought they were doing something too. Well, and now they knocking on doors. Like I'm <laughs> telling you, right now, man, with the advent of a uh, uh, of uh, of AI, mm -hmm. man, you know them software looking at all kind of trends. Mm -hmm. They looking at all kind of trends. So if you got trends on your PTIN number, or you got trends on that EFA number, shit, you finna get a call. Mm -hmm. You finna get a call. I'm just letting you know. And, and when I say trends, I'm not. 
I'm talking about things like, you know, everybody's getting uh, this certain credit and this astronomical or whatever and mm -hmm. stuff like that. Um, I always say, you know, keep proper records. Mm -hmm. You know, if, 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 I, if I put on your tax return, I got some kind of documentation, right? Right. So you just make sure, again, you, you can do very, very well in the business, but just do it the right way. It ain't I, worth it. I'm you lose all that money in legal fees trying to get your stuff out of there. I'm going to give you one, one little thing that has to do with electronic tracking. And uh, it don't have nothing to do with taxes, but this is just to show you how the government works. The lady said that they had this thing in the world where it would um, electronically track forms that was, that was declassified. And the lady said, well, no, we don't want to spend money on that because on declassification, we spend $100 million. We need something that classified that catches classified documents so there's and they spent 18 billion dollars on classified documents yeah. so they have programs now that are catching classified documents so if they're spending the money on catching classified documents well how much money do you think they're going to spend on catching you not paying them taxes properly it's already done you get what it's, i'm saying it's already done right it's just a lot of times just because things you know what i would say just because you get things are accessible to you, that don't mean it's good for you. Right, right. And just because you're able to do it, that don't mean, okay, just, you know, you it's like, do hey, it. right. still going to go down the right and wrong. Right. Did you know you weren't supposed to do it? And you say, I don't know where you weren't supposed to do it. You still got to pay the damn fine. Right. You know, just at, at the end of the day, it ain't worth it. And hell, you know, I might give you a little damn credit if you charge, you overcharge and you say, okay, now, the most time, you ain't going to have no damn money to pay for your legal fees. Right. So it ain't worth it. You can make a lot of money in the business. Uh, if you do it the right way, but I think you need to be realistic on the first couple of years in regards to learning the business and acquiring customers. If you can go through those first three years and have realistic goals, and I, I, I can say 10, 15 that first year, mm -hmm. I think it's fair. I think it's fair. And you, I'm talking about you just independent. I ain't talking about working in the office because you also got to, you got to know uh, your tax laws, understand processing, mm -hmm. the certain things, how to handle people, how to talk to them, how to answer questions because what you don't want to do is nobody's going to know everything right that's why you're going to a uh, doctor's office they got medical books you're going to attorney's office they got law books but nobody know every damn thing right. right but at the end of the day you got to be an expert in knowing where to find the information is mm. right and well, you got to be smart enough to know that and so when people start asking you questions and i don't get you my personal information mm. you, you got all my stuff and you sit here like hell i don't know i don't know and you're doing the same damn thing they're doing googling in front of them mm. Shit, you're gonna be in bed long so you got to kind of just be careful there. So that's why I say it's all gradual. You learn, you 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 perfect your craft, learn at the same time. What we got right here and file a schedule C's fraudulently getting hooked up is a is a no no. Absolutely. And, and one thing about it, guys, you got to understand, uh, uh, schedule C's that's a profit and loss uh, for a business. Mm -hmm. uh, with doing that, uh, schedule C's rental properties, those things get you know again they get audited quick, oh, very quickly, really quick, very quickly. Because that's where, you know, you got a lot of fraud come in with doing that, right? You know, so you just be careful because a lot of times people can actually be able to put themselves in a position where if they hadn't been working to say, okay, I got a dependent and I haven't been working, I've been stripping, I've been plumbing, I've been, you know, a painter, and qualify for earned income very quickly with doing that. Guys, keep in mind, glad I'm even thinking about this. On next week, I'm going to release all my videos on uh, uh, how, uh, introducing uh, what the form is, how to fill it out, and how things transition. Or the form for the Schedule A, Schedule B, Schedule C, Schedule D, and Schedule E. Mm -hmm. All those videos will be released next week. And so where I introduce the forms, kind of give you exactly what this form is for, mm -hmm. 
what information goes there, what information you need to have to fill it out, the purpose for it, and actually when you fill it out, how does that information transition back to your 1040, right? Okay. So all those videos are going to be released next week, mm -hmm. all right? And we got to get that schedule A, B, C, D. We already have a video there. I did that last year on, on how to fill out a 1099. i probably do a video on earned income tax credit, kind of give people an idea exactly uh, uh, with that. that. Uh, as well, just kind of give you an idea. You know, just be more for informational purposes. So uh, be on the lookout for that. But all that will be released next week. So, again, it behooves you. Go to Mr. Short Doll on YouTube. Subscribe to the channel. It's too much information for you to take advantage of. Right. Okay? And also, guys, if you got a little uh, 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 taste for a little flavor, you can go to my other uh, YouTube channel, Change the Live, hosted by yours truly, Deontay Burden. That's right. more like a, uh, we've transitioned that to more like a black fatherly advice channel. And, you know, just we, we talk about life issues and uh, this and that. We had a video we talked about earlier uh, where I uh, told people not to be uh, going broke, going through a divorce, right. fighting about stuff that you can get, attain back later. Right, right. And uh, that video, man, I, I, I. I, in, thir in, in, in 30 minutes, that video had 2,000 views. And the comments, don't do that. Everybody going crazy. But, <laughs> but, 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 but what it tells me is that there are a lot of people that have went through that situation of divorce. Mm -hmm. And I actually, like I said, what I learned to not do going through my divorce was fight about something that I could get back later. Right. That was a very learning yeah. moment. Just looking at a lot of my friends that went through divorce. Like shit, I can get another house. Right. I can get another car. I can get another pooch. Right. Like you know, look, man. Hey, look, hey. Stroke yeah, out you of know. You. I get exactly, man. Right. Exactly. So even if you turn around and get it, you put yourself in a position. You don't spend so much money in legal fees. You can't even afford to keep it. Mm -hmm. You're like, yeah, I kept my house, but hell, all your damn accounts zeroed out. All your cards maxed out. And the only person that's happy is the lawyer. Yeah. <laughs> so you can go to Change the Lives, hosted by your truly Deontay Burton. You can Google. Deontay Burden, B-U-R-D-E-N, or Change Your Lives, and Deontay Burden, Google that, or go to YouTube, you'll see the little blue man icon, so again, we, we you know, I, I, put, uh, I put in a lot of work with channels. everything, in them yep. channels, man, so, you know, we've been working hard, and also, guys, last but not least, uh, check out Misfits Radio and Misfits TV, that's my Misfits TV and Misfits Radio, that's where we live at the lab here, you know, we do these weekly shows every uh, Thursday, here. but... You know, I'm always doing other stuff independently at the crib, but maybe um, uh, at my, my business office. But the awesome part about Misfits Radio and Misfits TV, there are different channels on there, different shows rather, uh, every day of the week. That's uh, right. Well, we got like seven show lab. Yes. You got comedy, got your gospel, you got your music, you got you high on Sundays. <laughs> and them brothers do be high. <laughs> right. <laughs> but, but, they have, but they have a lot of great information there, and everybody pretty good, and everybody passionate. And uh, we've been doing this for over five years now, Lab. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, we've been putting in work for a while uh, with doing that. So, y'all, please, you get an opp opportunity to check out uh, Misfits Radio, Misfits TV. Google it. Go to YouTube. Put it in. And subscribe to the channel uh, from there. Appreciate uh, you. Yeah, anytime, anytime, anytime. You know, we're, we're one big family. We've all helped each other grow over the years. And uh, we all give a lot of uh, each other a lot of love and support. So, definitely check them out as well. So, we're going to go and wrap everything up. Be back next week with Change the Lives. If you guys have any questions or comments that you you know may come to your mind later on, go to the Mr. Short Dollar YouTube channel. Leave a, a comment and a question, your question or comment in the uh, comment section. And I promise out anybody knows me, I will. Yo, you're quite welcome. Anybody knows me, uh, I will get back with you. Mm. So just if you know, again, you come in later or whatever. Again, even if, depending on where you're coming in on on tonight's show. 
Go to Mr. Short Doll on YouTube. You can check out the whole show and take advantage of all the great other great information we have currently on the channel. Listen, that's the end of the show. Everybody, no, no questions. No questions. No calling in. No. Oh Lord. <laughs> They don't call in on on the on, uh, change live. That's more they speed. Yeah, it's more okay. Yeah. Okay, it's cool. We're gonna rock it next week. <laughs> but listen, guys, love y'all. Y'all take care. Be safe out there, and I'll talk with you soon. Okay. <laughs>